0: Welcome to Straight Shot. Marketing is everywhere. It's around your life, from what you eat to what you wear and where you go. It is a vital part of any and all business. Let's discuss the world of marketing and business as it influences everyday life with the staff of Atlanta Marketing Agency, Reformation Productions, and guests as they give it to us straight. Get ready. Take aim,
1: steady, welcome to Straight Shot. All right, welcome everybody to the Christmas edition of Straight Shot.
2: Ho, 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 everyone.
1: Uh, Jennifer, how is your Christmas going?
2: So far, so good. You know, I uh, the children are still alive. I still have at least 35 cents in the bank, and um, yeah, so far so good, but the, it's not Christmas yet. Are the
1: children frustrating? Is that why they're... <laughs>
2: nah, they're a joy. <laughs> they are a Christmas blessing.
1: Yes. Um, all right, so what we're going to do today, we're taking a little break in the, um, the Harley-Davidson uh, series that we're doing uh, in order to talk about uh, something that's very, very timely, and that is Christmas advertising. Um, so there are several things in an advertiser's year. And Christmas season is one of those things. There's several seasons that uh, that are very common in advertising, including um, back to school season. That is a season in advertising, Um, and then Christmas. Christmas is the biggest one, starting with Black Friday, and now starting a little before that, where we go from um, you know the the last the day what the day behind Thanksgiving, right through the Christmas season is the the number one. number one season i guess for for retailers and because of that it's also a big season uh for advertising the other thing um that's used a lot is football um so football has a season as well particularly centered around the super bowl and so which is
2: coming to atlanta in february it
1: is and we will be doing a um
2: Good
1: luck with traffic. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be doing a Super Bowl edition as well uh, where we talk about the different ads that are going to run on the Super Bowl. Why watch um, this,
2: Why watch sports when you can just watch the ads?
1: <laughs> well, in our industry, that's kind of what we do. Like uh,
2: blah, 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 football, Budweiser ad.
1: <laughs> everybody uh, uh, you know, across the country leaves when the commercial comes on to go to the bathroom and et cetera. We actually really? sit down when the commercial comes on and we leave when they are doing touchdowns and so forth.
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh, game's back on. I'll go refill the dip.
1: (laughs) Go sports. All right, so... So uh, what we're going to, to talk about today is kind of some of the ads that we've seen um, for this Christmas season, and we may visit a, a few favorites and kind of um, uh, discuss what it is that that we think about them uh, and kind of critique them. Uh, we'll do the same sort of thing, like I said, when we get to um, the Super Bowl ads, uh, but we also do a tweet-along, so to speak, uh, when the Super Bowl comes. So if you want to uh, go to the Reformation Facebook page, which is facebook.com, Slash Reformation Productions. On uh, the Super Bowl night, we will tweet along our thoughts as we're going, and then of course we'll speak largely about it here on the podcast after uh, the Super Bowl, but that's not until I think February of this year? Yeah, February,
2: early February. Yeah.
1: So, um, But let's go ahead and get started talking about the ads. Jennifer, do you have any favorites that you've seen so far?
2: Um, yeah, I have a few. One sticks out in particular, and I think that there are just certain companies that almost hit it out of the park every year. I mean, Hallmark like lives and breathes for the season, and so Hallmark usually has some great ads. And um, one of the interesting things that maybe we can touch on in this podcast is the fact that Hallmark actually does entire movies
1: uh, on the do. Hallmark
2: Channel that are basically movie advertising for greeting cards right. and things like that. <laughs>
1: um,
2: basically has uh, five actors that just keep acting in all the different movies <laughs> with all the same plot line, just in different cities. So, But yes, there have been um, a few standout uh, ads and commercials that have happened this season that, that I like. And uh, one of the ones that stood out, I actually sent it to Zachary yesterday and put it on my Facebook because it really, it really was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And it is... I don't know if you guys have seen... Um, has anyone ever heard of this little Christmas movie called Home Alone? No. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin and... Um, back when he was adorable and a little less creepy. Just kidding, I think Macaulay Culkin's amazing. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, so the very first Macaulay Culkin, um, uh, Home Alone, because he's done two, was so great and filmed in my hometown. And... Um, they're, you know, every year we watch Home Alone. We watched Home Alone this year as well mm-hmm. with the kids because it just keeps getting better. And I found an ad for Google, actually, is the actual name of the, the company that put the ad on. And it is a uh, reinvention of the Home Alone movie with a grown-up, Macaulay Culkin.
1: Yeah, so let's take a minute and we'll watch it, then we'll talk about it. Yeah.
0: Mom?
2: He's yeah. looking a little more swollen and puffy these hey, Google, days. What's
0: the
1: <laughs> at least he's lost his uh, grunge yourself. look.
2: Well, I tell you, it's been like forty years, so we can cut him a little Google, slack.
0: Add aftershave to my shopping list. Hey
2: Google, remind me to clean these sheets later.
0: Okay, I'll remind you. House
1: at the front door.
0: What do I owe you? Looks like you paid online. <laughs> Keep the change, filthy animal.
1: Okay, cool. Hey Google, is that the
0: same actor? T- <laughs> Hey Google, begin
1: Operation Kevin.
2: Operation Kevin underway.
1: That's cheating. <laughs> they have home automation now, Z. That's he gets to eat this time. He didn't get to eat in the movie.
0: <laughs> That's true. Let's start. All
1: right.
2: Now I can I can I can guarantee that um with 100 certainty that if my kids individually and of course not all three if my kids had been left alone like home alone they would have not gotten up taken a shower dressed themselves (laughs) decorated a christmas tree and made themselves dinner let alone operation kevin i can guarantee that this i i want to put it out there that home alone is a farce
1: one of my favorite things about um this ad is something that that we do a lot in the industry that that this does well um it uses um celebrity endorsement obviously Mm -hmm. but he's doing a nod to the character that he played when he was a child and the, the the part that's really cool is they go through and they mimic a lot of the the you know classic scenes only now he's an adult and that's where the 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 ad the the google um part comes in the product itself uh because they're advertising google's version of echo or uh, alexis Mm -hmm. or there's tons of these now it's google (laughs) assistant yes but um the you know him jumping on the bed he did that they have the uh the thing where or the, you know, With the, the aftershave, the, yeah, and in this one he's trying to order more and the so mac and cheese. You know, it, it's it's just really well done as far as as doing all that. Now, the the thing that I did notice is, obviously, they didn't have the budget for Joe Pesci in this one.
2: No budget for Joe.
1: <laughs> they have uh, a clip from uh, of his voice, and of uh, mm-hmm. it's actually from the movie, so he didn't even come in and and do that. I'm sure they spent plenty of money getting uh kevin mcallister
2: uh yeah they had to bribe macaulay culkin probably pretty heavily to do this but yeah i think that you know for me i believe and i'm completely speculating that the genesis for this commercial came from um you know google's ad people or, or whomever sitting around saying man i bet this would have been totally different if you you know if you had one of those alexis automated things <laughs> and then it's like oh my gosh that would be amazing if we could i wonder if we could convince macaulay culkin to come back and do it yep and uh, I think Macaulay Culkin's always been a pretty good sport about his Home Alone fame. So I think it's great that he chose to do this. And I think it's wonderful because we see these old classic movies and we always think about how much different life is now, you know, with video games and cell phones and, you know, what would It's a Wonderful Life be? How would it be different with online banking and, you know, all the stuff that would happened with uh, George Bailey? So, I mean, I think it's really uh, interesting to have this uh, ad come up. I also think it's really cool that, um, you know, they're using that emotional tie-in that kind of brings us all together in the holidays, and that's these classic Christmas movies that mean so much to us. Like, for a lot of us, it's not Christmas until we see Die Hard. Hard. Right, yes, I know. (laughs) Um, Or, you know, other more Christmassy-type movies that don't involve Bruce Willis. Which I can't even think of one at top of my oh yeah like a thousand of like Rudolph <laughs> you know people don't feel like it's Christmas they're not really in the mood until they see these movies and I think combining that emotional tie to um, a product endorsement mm-hmm. is just a really smart move.
1: Now one of the things that actually upsets people is if you start doing Christmas marketing earlier than Thanksgiving. That starts to get on people's nerves. Um, but sometimes sometimes it's, it's done around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day, it's okay to do it. But when, when it starts getting pushed into the stores you know, before Halloween, people get really, really oh irate. Oh, my goodness, yes. But the, so the, the first ad that we saw, I think, that was a Christmas ad this year was actually from Amazon. So um, we'll talk about it in a minute, but let's go ahead and play it first. So this is the first one that, that we personally happen to see this season.
2: Look around,
0: the whole world's coming together now. Oh
2: Can you gosh, I feel love this song. It? Can you feel it? Can it's about you time they animated it? the smile, right? <laughs> Sing <out loud laughs> Lexa, turn on turn on the to make nice. a crowd. automation again. Big Brother.
1: All right, so there's lots of things to talk about in this one. Um, what I, I want to start with talking, well, there's, there's two major things that I want to talk about, and, I, and I'll try to, to, to remember them as I talk through them. Um, one is this is one of the, the first um, advertisements that, uh, that Amazon has done that has their logo without the name in it. Now, that's something um, we'll do, um, we'll do a, a, an episode sometime on, on logo design, um, but one of the things about Amazon's logo, if you've never noticed, is uh, it has, of course, um, Amazon, and then it has that arrow that points from the A to the Z. Right? Amazon A to Z, we have everything A to Z is the idea. And then also one of the things that they noticed with this arrow is it looks like a smile. So they started putting that on their boxes to, to kind of subliminally let you know that hey you a smile is coming to you in this package whatever is coming is going to make you smile. Who
2: doesn't like receiving Amazon boxes? So then
1: they animated it in this. Brilliant. To to make it that, that make the if you didn't get it before you should get it now right? Um, so I think that's something that was extremely smart, extremely well thought out, um, and uh, a good use of. Of their design we've talked about the the smile for uh, for quite some time now but this Mm -hmm. is the first time that we've seen them actually really drill that point home Um,
2: I think we're all gonna be staring at Amazon boxes now waiting for it to sing to us (laughs) but if it starts to sing to you you might have put too much in the eggnog
1: I'm just saying it's not a real thing that brings up another good point and that is that this ad does uh, uses another tool that uh marketers use all the time and that is they used a song from the demographic of the buying audience because most of the body buying audience is our age now Mm -hmm. Um, and so they used a song from michael jackson and i think it was the Jackson called the i think it was just called the jacksons at that point this is after
2: Jackson Five before
1: Michael went on his own. It was well, no, it was after Michael went out on on his own. This is um, when they, <laughs> this ad was actually this song was actually used by Pepsi um, after Thriller came out when uh, Michael Jackson was going on tour with his brothers and he there was glitter all over the city and they were pouring stuff everywhere. That's that's where the song came from. So, just
2: saying that just dated you right there. <laughs> like I'm just well, saying.
1: Well, the 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 point of using songs <laughs> uh, like that, and you'll see that a lot if you notice an ad. Ads where you'll look and, and there'll be ads that are, hey, I remember that song and it gets you start to feel, well, they're they're pushing your emotional buttons when they, when they no, do like that. They're it's very family friendly. Something that we do on, on purpose is to get you remembering a time back when you're enjoying something and then tying it in through the ad. Can you feel it? Mm-hmm. Ties in with the holiday season feeling. So, very as far as being smart about advertising, this was extremely well done. They also went through different um, scenes that you might see during the holidays. A mm-hmm. single person, a family person, a child. And they showcased all of that. A guy slipping on
2: the ice and everybody laughing.
1: To, to try to get uh, everybody that they could me? Okay. shown in the ad. So, uh, I, I really en- enjoyed this one as well. I
2: think it's great, you know, and because it's uh even if you don't recognize the song even if you don't like michael jackson even per se which (laughs) i don't know who you are but no it you know you, you get that song stuck in your head you know the melody and it's just over and over and over and over and over again and um i think that combined with a smile i think it just makes you happy yeah you know i think um christmas advertising can do a couple things emotionally it can make you miss somebody make you want to reach out to somebody you're missing or it can uh, tie people together, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think this particular one uh, really tied it together. I think the Home Alone one actually kind of plays on that nostalgia of things that we miss. And, you know, we miss a time when, or, you know, we miss being a kid and seeing that movie for the first time. And I think this particular ad kind of um, triggers your uh, need to want to, um, you know, want to feel happy, want to be in the spirit.
1: Well, um, like I said, this has been things like this have been going on here for for years. I want to kind of talk about one of the first ones commercial wise to really have a life on its own. So we're going to take a break from talking about 2018 for a minute, and I want to jump back. Time warp. Want to jump back to the 70s Whoa. and talk about the the, the first really um, oh brilliant Christmas ad that 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 I can remember. Uh, anyway uh, as being one of the the first ones that really took on a life of of its own so let's take a minute and watch coca-cola's hilltop ad from Christmas you
2: recognize it
1: in the 70s if you'll also notice that this is is um, is uh, what is it letterbox Yes, uh, yes yeah, it's,
2: it's
0: four by three not 16 yeah, by nine. not letter not letter I don't know. <laughs> <COVID>. <laughs> It with love grow apple trees, honey bees and snow white.
1: So let's talk about this one for a minute. One of the things that that you have to remember about when this came out is this was the early 70s, and the people that were now ad Executives uh, were just coming out of the hippie movement of the late 60s. I guess at some point they decided to put shoes
2: on and get a job. So,
1: so you you obviously see a lot of, of hippie references. You can't
2: buy houses on love. Uh,
1: but the other idea that's here is the idea of unity. Mm. I want to buy the world a Coke because the Coca-Cola is a global product, right? And then they show different um, people within the spot that are obviously from different cultures right. to kind of show that Coca-Cola is something that's universal to everyone. And then there's the feeling of, I would like to buy the world of Coke. It's the giving season, Christmas, right? The giving season. Um, and then in the end, they, they cap it all off. You don't even know it's really a Christmas thing until the end, and everybody in the field is in the shape of a Christmas tree to really you know bring that home there at the end.
2: Yeah, it's actually quite... I mean, it's an iconic commercial and everything, but it's actually... It's actually quite dated in the PC factor, because if you think about it, I mean, Christianity is a small religion in the world, and it's a, um, to get that many people of that many different cultural backgrounds together singing about Christmas is I, interesting. I don't,
1: I don't know that I would say that Christianity is small. However, it, it is not as globally represented yes, uh, as so. we in America like to think that it is. And everything
2: was spoken in, you know, sang in English.
1: Well, and now if you look at 2018 and you had these people in obvious...
2: yeah, how would this um, be different if it was shown now, like well, filmed now? Well, the
1: the, the what well, people would would be complaining about why you had you know the the American look like a cowboy and why did you have the the Japanese person dressed in you know a kimono and why did, they would yeah. be complaining because we made Stereotype them look stereotypical, then? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which if you take that out, it obviously loses the effectiveness of the ad, but that's. That's a problem with today's society. Yeah, we're
2: just Grinches. All of us are Grinches um, these days, I and mean, let's pick apart everything. And that's what's so beautiful about this commercial and so beautiful about it being in the 70s is that people were kind of hungry for that unity at that time. Yeah. They weren't Grinches. They wanted um, to, something that would tie us all together again and bring us all together. And Coca-Cola really nailed it with the subtlety of it. And they're not, you know, there's no cans of Coke really in the ad. I mean, most of them are just holding candles, and of course, they keep singing the word "Coke" over and over.
1: Yeah, it's a original but, song for the for the advertisement.
2: Yeah, yeah it's it's actually quite simple, mm-hmm. you know. Um, before it's, drones were around, so how they got the <laughs> flyover? That's a fantastic um, '70s invention.
1: This is uh, also a, a commercial that's been remade as time has gone on. Uh, Coca Cola has done the same song, the same idea in different iterations. Uh, over time that's this commercial was so successful that it had sequels <laughs> right so, <Yeah. laughs> so what back to this year what are some other ones that you, you've seen uh this year that you kind of want to um, go through
2: i can't remember i can remember off the top of my head things that failed miserably
1: so like what failed miserably not
2: this year but have you guys ever seen the ad for, a now defunct almost, Kmart. Kmart put out an ad a few years back for Joe Boxer. Which is a, a line that Kmart carried.
1: I'm going to follow your logic and try to find he's this. Like,
2: he's going to regret this. But there was a very, um, I don't know if, I think, were they is the it a Christmas low, ad?
1: I'm um, big,
2: big, big. Okay, so the ad itself was um, about Joe Boxers, yes, and they have bells.
1: Oh God!
2: Apparently hanging from them, there's a there's a, a group of men standing in a line. They're all okay, wearing let's, Joe
1: Boxers. Let's watch it and then and then we'll talk. Okay, you know, the, I, I mean,
2: i just this saying. Is, this is
1: from five years. It ago.
2: It is barely suitable for work people, but it was on television. Let's go for it.
1: Let's take a look at it.
2: Show your Joe. Mm. Okay. I don't know if this was the same I with did. big gas prices, big gas pants, or big...
1: Oh, I don't know. There was a lot of, of things like that done, uh, in, not this year, but... Shop Your yeah. Way members can ring in the holidays with Joe Boxer. k oh, get in, get more Christmas.
2: That one's got a smiley face on it. All
1: right, so...
2: <laughs> Show your Joe. So, That's the name of the ad.
1: Um, wow. I, I did not recall this one until you, really? you just mentioned it. I uh, don't know why it's I seared into do, my brain. I do remember it now. Um, do you remember the impact that this ad had?
2: Um, I just remember, like... I think I look back at it now and kind of laugh, but I was horrified when I saw it because I was like, <laughs> "I mean, not to be punny, but the balls it took to put that off—like, you, you know—that's that's a that's a heavy statement because I, I don't know. It, it, it was just—it was so. What's the word? <laughs> um, crass. Yes, crass
1: I guess is the, is word. the
2: best word and. Although I'm all for some edgy advertising and doing things that are a little left of center, uh, Taco Bell usually does a lot of cool edgy advertising and things. But this one was just—I I mean, if any children are watching this ad, they're watching some guy shake his junk around and hearing the—and they're wanting—they're all That's giggling about that. And I just so
1: you think they—they—they, they, they, well, I don't—I can't say that they overshot their demographic because their demographic. It was probably men who would think this is hilarious. However, it goes on national television, mm. so uh, there you, you do have a point uh, there. I, this I could, is
2: overkill or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a, it's a bit. But tell us uh, what you think in the the comments on our. Uh, Facebook, or um, or you could shoot us Okay, video. I want I'm you interested. to think of it
2: from two different perspectives. From
1: a mom perspective? I want you to think of <laughs> it as a,
2: you know, hey, Becky, come over here and watch this really cool ad, and you and your girlfriend sit around and laugh about it, or you and your, you know, gentleman friends sit around and laugh about it, or if you're sitting in your living room watching Home Alone for the holidays <laughs> with your children, and then Joe Boxer ad comes on with these dudes shaking their um, stuff showing there's, their joe
1: apparently there's another one uh, that i can remember uh, i'm gonna see if i can find it here it's another one that i remember uh that i actually remember it being really good uh it was not kmart um i have to see if i can find it uh, another uh company that invests a lot into uh their christmas um commercials would be um honda and there was one I don't know if I could find it, but I think this may be it.
2: Oh, those are cool sounds. Oh, oh, Foley guy, get a hold of those sounds.
1: The mess out of this, didn't
2: they? Seriously, the people that make these root runs are amazing. And six hundred and seven like, tries to
1: get this get this right. Let's this whole thing. 607 times.
2: There's probably math involved, right? That's Gross.
1: What am I looking at? Isn't it nice?
0: Things just work.
1: Yes, it is nice, but six hundred and seven tries to, to get this thing to work. All right, so that was not a, a Christmas commercial, uh, but it was a super cool ad, um, and it was obviously that's a um, uh, a social media ad. That's an online ad because it, it's longer than your average spot.
2: You just made me think of an ad we were going to talk about.
1: All right, so I've looked and I cannot find the the ad that, that I was talking about from, from back in the day. But uh, the reason why, I think, is because uh, the campaign has been so successful for Honda over the last several years that they're kind of doing, uh, they've released six new spots in the, in the same idea this year that capitalize on, on different things, again, hearkening back to the people that are actually buying presents with the, with the toys. Um, so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play one of those. Um, they, they came out with several. Um, let's see which ones they are. They came out with for this year. And you'll notice these toys if you're in the uh, in the parent demographic, mm-hmm. you will notice these toys from your own childhood. So again, they're they're speaking to the people that are would be buying uh, cars. But the the toys that they did these campaigns, and I will only play one, but they did Care Bears, the Six Million Dollar Man, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Voltron. Oh
2: my!
1: Um, those are that's that's four of them. They actually did six. But which one do you want to look at? Care Bears. Care Bears. All right.
2: I was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Hey, it's your old
1: cuddle buddy, Grumpy Bear.
2: And me, Cheer Bear.
1: (laughs) Remember how happy you were when you got us for the holidays?
0: Yeah, happy.
1: Get that feeling again with the Honda CRV during Happy Honda Days.
0: Hooray.
1: (sighs) It's a 2018 KBB.com Best Buy. Woo. (laughs) And it comes with standard multi-angle. Whoopee. Rear view camera. Yay. Are you done? Yay. Get something you'll love during Happy Honda Days.
2: That's cute. All I've right. never seen that one.
1: So again, the whole idea behind those are that uh, they're using again something that that we in the the marketing industry do a, a lot. There's lots of rules of thumb that you'll see throughout uh, throughout things like this, but they're they're playing on the emotions and the memories. Of, of their, their audience. Mm-hmm. And so one of the, I mean, it was very clear in this. You remember how happy we, you were when you first got me. Way back in the 80s when, when the Care Bears were first released, they were a very hot item. Um, so that's, you know, that's playing on that. It's also co-branding because the Care Bear franchise also got involved as well. So there's lots of different marketing tools, I guess, that are that are in these ads. So there's one ad that we were talking about, um, I think last night, night before last, um, that is, uh, is new for, for this year, that's uh, a car ad. Because like I said, car people do this mm-hmm. a, a lot during the, the Christmas season. And that was one where um, it, it goes through, it's the night after Christmas, and it goes through the entire family and people are all cuddled up with whatever they got for Christmas that they love. And Their it favorite goes, big present. Yeah, it goes all the way through the little girl is cuddled up with this and blah, blah, blah. And then it goes to the very end and uh, you see the, the father figure, right? The man is laying in the back of his brand new uh, brand, uh, truck or whatever. holding it while he goes to sleep, so to speak. So I thought that was a, a, a pretty good ad as well.
0: GMC Denali Seasoned Upgrade. Get over twelve thousand three hundred total value on this specially equipped Sierra when you finance through GM Financial. See your Northwest GMC dealer. On that?
2: I liked it because it was a very quiet ad, and it uh, it kind of plays on that you know that feeling that you get the night of Christmas after all the presents have been opened and the house is a mess, and it's now officially really quiet. And not just quiet as in it is every night, but quiet as in the excitement is, like, over. And um, there's that uh, peace on earth sort of feeling right. that we get at Christmas night. And I think that it was just this wonderful feeling that it conjures up inside of you of satisfaction. You know, there's the buildup of the whole season starting in flipping uh, October. And then... Um, the culmination is that evening where you take your favorite thing and you play with it so much that you fall asleep with it or you take it you know take it to bed like if it's teddy bear or whatever it is Sure. and um the thing that i like the most about the ad is that it doesn't leave adults out of the equation sure because you know all we are, are kids with credit cards anyway <laughs> so i think the fact that everybody including the mom and dad got to snuggle up with the thing that that they were really happy they received and Having the dad, you know, sleeping in the bed of the truck is just, per- it's just perfect. Yeah. You know, because it, it plays on the idea that the, it, the childlike wonder and 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 feeling that the holiday brings. Now, everyone. you
1: you bring up a, another a good point is that there is no voiceover in this ad. Um, it is music and visuals, and you completely get it. Hence, us talking about it here mm-hmm. uh, today. So. Um, You know, if you had put voiceover all over the the top of that ad, it may have lost its emotional impact. So uh, another good thing to remember when making advertising is less is more. Sometimes,
2: absolutely. I think you know, Christmas spends a lot of time talking about children and talking about toys and stuffed animals and things. And then you've got the ads for jewelry and cars and things like that. But I think kind of combining both of those in one ad, where we are all just you know, kids at Christmas time, when we, we want we get this toy, we get this new thing that we're just really excited about, and I, I, that's what I liked about yeah. the ad.
1: So let's look at one more ad from uh, from this year, and then we will jump into uh, some of the other ones that we remember um, from the past that were really good, and and then we'll we'll close this uh, this episode out. Okay. So because uh, we could do this forever.
2: hmm Lots of ads.
1: So all right.
0: Hey mom. It's snowing. It's too early. Come here. He wanted to it come. It's just too far. Drive safe. This is my winter song to you. The storm say, has come. It's me soon. Rolling from the sea. My voice is and
2: <laughs>
1: um talking about the, the the lack of voiceover in that one ad um, that's kind of a, a theme that we see in a lot of these uh, these Christmas ads. A lot of them are more creative in in nature and they really um, kind of of depend on the emotional delivery uh, both visually and um, through song.
2: I would say that on average, these successful um, holiday ads, and by successful, I mean the ones that we think about, the ones that impact us, the ones that we can recall when we're when we're thinking about it or talking about it with our family and friends. I think the successful Christmas ads have a formula, and um, the formula tends to be little to no actual voiceover, and they rely more on um, either uh, just quiet. So, so, visuals, so that it goes from your eyes right to your brain to your heartstrings, or they rely on music. And it's usually music that is re- uh, recognizable. Um, you know, songs that we've heard before that we haven't heard in a while, or classic songs, and um, bringing back that feeling of either nostalgia, or, you know, some of these Motown songs just make us want to move. They just make us want to get sure. out of our seat and everything. And, um, and I think that, you know, the... the the lack of voiceover is a good thing because it doesn't tell you what to feel. It doesn't tell you to buy the product. You don't
1: feel like you're being shoved at. Yeah. You don't feel
2: like you're being sold.
1: Yeah. You yeah. feel
2: like you're being um, uh, like appreciated as a customer in some regard with these holiday ads. I think we spend a good portion of the year being screamed at, being told what to buy, being told what to wear, being told what to eat and being told what's healthy, what's fashionable and what not, and where you need to go to be cool, and you know, making our political statements in our advertising, Nike, and looking at you. And um, I think Christmas is a time for us to take a break from all of that and just kind of leave it to the consumer to interpret you know, what they're well, seeing.
1: Well, the, the, the holiday season, no matter where you're from, is something that is, uh, is emotional universally. Mm-hmm. Um so all across the the, the world, in, in most places, I'm not going to say all places, but in most places, um, it's recognized as a time of family, a time of sharing love, uh, a time of just
2: forgiveness,, yeah, peace, so. all sorts of good, squishy things. And you know the whole idea is to get rid of the Grinch. I mm-hmm. mean that's we've been indoctrinated into Dr. Seuss's idea that there is a grumpy party pooper every season, every holiday, every birthday party. And in Christmas, is no different. There's always a Grinch. There's somebody that's just not feeling it. And I think it's always our mission to try to get that person to feel the Christmas spirit. And even if you're not a you know, faith believer or, or you know, a Santa believer, there's still a magic in the season that is emotional, that people tie to emotion right away. And if anything is going to make you loyal to a brand, it's, it's, it's speaking to somebody's emotions, right. not to their wallet. I mean, you know, you got Black Friday for that. You got Black Friday for savings, 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 deals, deals, (laughs) deals, you know, um, spend less, spend, spend less by spending more and blah, blah, blah. And I think Christmas time and specifically is a time for us to to take a break from being told what to do. And I think that that creates less actual um, sales. And more actual loyal brand followers. Sure.
1: There's a, a, a lot of motifs like this, for lack of a better word to call it, that, that you'll see in seasonal advertising. Um, and like you said with Black Friday, it changes depending on, on what you're doing and what season you're in. Um, but there's there are lots of things like that that are, are done. Um, another thing that's done like that, almost as a, a motif, is when you – Uh, and the History Channel is really uh, good at this but you have an ad that ties into the show that you're watching. Uh, The Super Bowl again when we talk about the Super Bowl we'll talk about that uh, more too but a lot of those ads tie into The show that you're watching, they tie into the Super Bowl. So that's another...
2: It's still um, dominating on whatever emotion you're feeling. Yeah. Because I think uh, one of the things that Zachary is talking about is if you guys are Vikings fans. Yes. I don't mean Minnesota Vikings, you know, yay sports. I'm talking more about the show. Was Mm -hmm. it on History Channel? It is
1: on History Channel. History Channel
2: Channel Vikings. um, And uh, it's, you know, Game of Thrones light.
1: Right. (laughs) And... um,
2: Whenever you're watching Vikings, all the ads in between are Viking-related. Right. Like MasterCard does a really great job. I think it's – or American Express, one of the credit card companies. But really what you're doing is you're dominating – you're capitalizing on the dominant emotion of the the viewership. And if they're all like, you know, in the – I mean, Vikings have a – you know, uh, denote a certain kind of emotional state, and you're going to dominate. You're going to uh, use that in your advertising. Now,
1: a, a, a business side of that, um, we are getting away from Christmas here, but the business side of that, particularly with with Vikings, is um, the it costs a lot of money to make a TV show, and so one of the ways that uh, producers supplement the cost is through. Um, a co-branding or uh, endorsement within movies, right? So we've seen um, uh, one of the, the films that made fun of it was uh, Wayne's World, where he's making fun of film endorsements by being overly obvious about film endorsement. But it happens all the time in, in film. And what uh, the, the, the Vikings in particular have done, uh, as far as TV shows go, uh, is they have added a TV spot that is directly related to their TV show at the very end of the segment before the normal commercials run. So it's actually a commercial that's provided to you by the, the filmmaker as opposed to by the, the advertisers which is a very interesting way there's like i said the the world of marketing and communications there's so all much psychology to it. and there's there's so many different yep. different options that are out there
2: gently bringing the consumer um, yeah. out of the world of vikings and into the world of retail
1: it really it all depends on you, you know your your budget you know of course mm-hmm. um, because there you could do all these really super cool things if you can afford it so it depends on that it also depends on your connections you know who do you know that can um can like you have to be able to know the filmmaker and have that idea to to get that out there um and, uh, budget's another one you know if you if you want to make a, a a really cool impactful ad like um, some of the ones that we saw here today um, you know it, it, it's going to take a good production uh, to do that whereas other ads um, you know it's not necessary so it really depends on what you're trying to do and what your your budget can afford I tell people all the time uh, and they ask me well how much does it cost to do blah I'm like well it depends if it's this uh, it's going to cost this much. If you want Morgan Freeman to come in and do your voiceover, it's going to be fifteen thousand dollars more.
2: If you want Macaulay Culkin to come so, in,
1: absolutely, and so, stay
2: in the Winnetka house, mm-hmm. yeah. So, how much money do you think they spent on that? I,
1: I don't know, but uh, I know the the people that were first contacted to uh, to be the the location for that. Uh, it, even just the exterior, if, if the interior is on set or not, they, the exterior alone has been used so often that whatever minimal amount that they may have gotten uh, mm-hmm. the first time has, I'm sure, gone. Yeah, because gone up that since house then.
2: actually exists. Oh, it does. It does. It ex- I think it's on like uh, Lion Ly- Lincoln Street or something it's in I, I, think, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! I wish so, I lived in that house.
1: Yeah. All right. So. You want to kind of introduce this one?
2: Yeah, I mean... One it's of my, a classic. Yeah, one of my favorite commercials from, like, maybe ever, uh, that I think is just really good, and it's obviously good because they keep replaying it. They replay it every year, I think, at least uh, a little bit. It's an M&M's ad... Where the you know the peanut M M&M, and I think it's the peanut M M&M. and M it's the
1: peanut M M&M, uh, and yeah. I think it's the chocolate M M&M and M having a conversation right. those those are the Bob and Larry of the M M&M and M world
2: that's a VeggieTales reference for those of you who don't know <laughs> anyways the M and M's um, sneak downstairs on Christmas because they hear a noise and they're all excited and they turn around and they see Santa standing there you know and then Santa turns around and sees them standing there and what happens next is iconic
1: all right so let's let's give this a look. Ow! So you think
0: Santa will like these red and green M&Ms? I don't
1: know. I never met the guy. <laughs> he does exist. They do exist. Oh. Uh, Santa? Okay. So one of the things that people don't know about that commercial, and I didn't even know about that commercial, is there's actually a short form and a long form. Of the spot, the short form is the one that everybody knows. But back in the day, it's not as popular nowadays as it was um, several years ago. Um, but you would do a short form commercial, short form commercial that you would play on TV, and then it would have a long form version that you could find if you searched the internet. So we'll play the long form version of this. Um, and uh and let people take a look at it but the very the very beginning Mm -hmm. um is is the part that that you're referring to that everybody knows so a little uh, christmas surprise for you here
0: (laughs) he does exist
1: they do exist uh santa oh no
0: (gasps) i have to save christmas Tommy, James, Lucy, Ben, Judith. You're right. There's no, the other right. you said not. Give me Santa now. Oh. Hello. Yes? They're going to the wrong people. What? Who's Tommy? What have you done? Did I ruin Christmas, Red? Actually, buddy, I think you made it even better.
1: that was pretty cool that
2: was pretty cool uh, actually one of the things I was going to say about this spot that I enjoyed so much is that it was so short and so succinct it was to the point it was you know uh, it was characters the red and, and yellow M&Ms that we've already kind of fell in love with at that point they had already kind of made a name for themselves as a um, as what do they call it um,
1: mascots? As, yeah, mascots yeah mascots
2: thank you whatever the animated mascots and we've already fallen in love with them, and so we recognize them right away, and they're always arguing with each other, and one of them's always cra- c- crabby, and the other one's always really optimistic. So they're coming in, and they're all talking about Santa, and it's just such a sweet little moment. And then they look at each other, and oh my gosh, you know, he does exist, Santa exists. And then, you know, how cool would it be if your M&Ms came to life and started talking to you? So I think <laughs> the fact that Santa turns around and is like, oh my God, they do exist. It's just such a beautiful little spot. And the fact that they added that other section to it is really great and it totally changes the feeling of the commercial completely and I think it was pretty good I found myself smiling when um you know he's like do you think I ruined Christmas and then it's like oh you know and then all of a sudden they show people exchanging gifts I really felt this warm and fuzzy feeling where I'm like oh that's so great you know and it really hits that buy the world of coke feeling that you discussed earlier where it's bringing people together where the same product is being shared between Um, Neighbors, people that maybe have never really spoken to each other.
1: Right. We could literally go through these commercials analyzing them for the rest of the day. Uh, But what I want to do is kind of um, leave this show, this episode, with one of the most endearing ones that we found from this season. Um, it might so, not be on
2: your TVs because it's foreign, but it was played through social media um, pretty popularly
1: yeah it's been it's been shared all that's the, the thing about the life of these ads nowadays is they have their own life on TV mm-hmm. but the social media is is so much bigger now. Um, that if it's a good enough spot, it can be recognized all over the world. And
2: it's a more cost-efficient mm-hmm. alternative to advertising in, you know, primetime
1: cable TV. It is. It is. Um, because the, the, the media cost is less. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, if it gets shared, uh, there's no media cost in that. So all you have is, is production mm-hmm. costs once And it, you have active engagement with customers, there. with Absolutely. potential
2: customers' customers.
1: Absolutely. So that's another move that the, the industry is making as a whole. Um, but it doesn't mean that you don't need to make videos. You do, mm-hmm. and the people actually make them more often now because you don't have the media costs associated with it uh near as much at least not the high media costs there's so um as that we actually run on the internet uh, but the media costs generally speaking are are lower than the thousands of dollars that you spend on yeah. on tv and
2: with people sharing so much now on like streaming mm-hmm. uh, movies and stuff i don't uh, you know on demand and things like that uh there's still there's still definitely a place for a big media buy uh, mm-hmm. on tv but i think a lot of a lot of uh People are watching things on YouTube or watching things through social mm-hmm. media and uh, Facebook Watch and uh, YouTube Red and all that. And I think that the social media aspect of these videos yeah. are, are just amazing. The
1: uh, There there are, uh, I don't want to downplay the TV advertising too much. There There is still, like you said, there is still room for uh, TV advertising. Um, and uh, there are ways to make it. More affordable on the local level, but mm-hmm. from a national level, it's still really, uh, really expensive. It's still a good way to reach people, um, depending on what it is that you're you're selling. But um, you don't want to leave out nowadays. You definitely don't want to leave out the uh, the digital, the the social media a- aspect from it. But uh, let's jump into this last commercial, and we'll uh, we'll leave you from there. So let's let's take a watch. Um, Let's uh, let's watch this last commercial. Then we'll discuss it a little bit, uh, and then uh, dismiss the show. And you guys can go have a great Christmas. So let's take a look at this one. Then you all dismissed. That's right.
0: Salut papa, joyeux Noël.
1: thing about this ad and kind of how it was done uh, is it starts off with um, a a man and his child and he's playing his favorite song he's dancing with his kid and then it shows different scenes where he does this throughout his son's whole life right so it goes from um, the the boy is a an infant and then he's a he's a, a boy you know going to the toy store and then it jumps to where he's, you know, in the car and it's really cool because his friends aren't around and he's talking to his dad singing this song. You
2: know that age teenagers are where oh, your parents goodness. are weird and you like it but you wouldn't tell anybody? Yeah.
1: And Then it goes to uh, where they're in public and the parents are trying to embarrass their, their children, which is where we are yes, now. We are. So so. Looking out for Caitlin and Tyler and Jack, we will embarrass you in the heart because yes. it's fun. Yeah.
2: But- <laughs> it's the reward we get for making it this far.
1: And then, uh, and then you have uh, it, it goes beyond that to uh, he the the son. That song means something to him emotionally because of his father, mm-hmm. and then he passes that on with his own son, but shares it with the dad via technology which is what the the ad is all about Mm. so again i think it's a a very impactful very good commercial
2: i think that you know iphone and um what the galaxy note phone and all that i think they're kicking themselves Mm. i think lg is kicking themselves for not having this ad as their from their further company because it is such a touching ad, and it transcends language. You don't know it's a foreign ad until the end. Right. Uh, you don't know the product is foreign because everything about it is so familiar. Right. And I think you know the idea that life goes on and the bond between parents and children, um, you know, carries on throughout the generations. And it is is, is such a wonderfully touching ad for both generations, Mm -hmm. I think. And having, you know, how many times have you said to your children or to your grandchildren, you know, back in my day, we didn't have cell phones. We (laughs) didn't have the luxury of just taking pictures of things to prove things. Or Remember,
1: there's a flip phone they showed in in (laughs) there. Oh, my word.
2: I mean, we didn't have that technology. And so to really be able, you know, you also on the same side, you hear about all the negative aspects of, of having these smartphones and what they're doing to our kids and what they're doing to... You know the attention span of adults and safety factors and all that so i think to to overcome that they've got this way to bridge the gap using technology yeah you know ways to carry on old traditions through new technology and i think it was such a soft blend and it was such a soft uh, commentary on the effective positive uses for the technology and it did, it gets you. It gets you right in the now, heartstrings. if you
1: if you if you didn't notice, um, you can go back to, to overanalyze the ad because that's that's what, what we do. That's what we do because we make them. Uh, if you were to to go back, watch the spot again, you'll notice at the beginning it starts from a radio, and then mm-hmm. it goes to uh, a CD player in the car, which had the when we started putting graphics in the car, and then it goes to the flip phone, and then it, so you see technology in general advancing, mm-hmm. and so the the idea of the technology company is is Showing their appreciation for the evolution of, of technology in, in the end. Different
2: ways to embarrass your children.
1: Absolutely. So, I like
2: how technology has kept up with that. Right,
1: hey, yeah, hey, it's all good. So, uh, yeah, so that's the ad we're going to leave you with uh, today. Uh, I wish all of you to have a Merry Christmas and uh, and we'll have a Happy New Year as well
2: yeah happy new year Uh, merry christmas happy uh whatever it is that you celebrate
1: holidays in general happy holidays
2: yes happy holidays uh i hope that the spirit of the season takes you uh in good places this year and we'll see you we'll see you in the next year
1: all right thanks guys Bye.
0: thank you for listening if you found this podcast informative we hope you'll pass along our web address, straightshot.net to your friends, colleagues, and business associates. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash straight shot. If you would like to have your question featured on the show or would like to be a guest, call 678-825-8086 extension 300. Or you can email us at info at straightshot.net. Be sure to download the Straight Shot podcast app on your smartphone to hear previous and new shows. You can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, or directly at straightshot.net. This has been Straight Shot.